Guys, welcome to this bonus episode of Pop Kitchens. We just wanted to talk about some extra films that we couldn't fit into the main show to stop it being from too long. Uh, yes. We're going to be talking about Passages, but George, you've also seen You Hurt My Feelings. And if you're thinking, what the hell's that film? I've never heard of that. You'd be, you know, in, in good... I've not heard of good it. Reason. Exactly. But it stars Julia Louis-Dreyfus and, Julia get Dreyfus. this, Tobias Menzies as a married couple. Okay. Yeah, a... a, a that, James, Do you know what? <laughs> that is exactly the right reaction to have. I love Tobias Menzies. Okay. I love Julia Louis-Dreyfus. They, they don't exist. In the- what does filmed for IMAX mean? It isn't just a movie that'll look great on IMAX's screens. It means that hiding from a sandstorm feels like fear in every flicker. And every triumph is felt in every sound wave. And the things we've only imagined... You can truly experience those, too. That's what filmed for IMAX means. Get tickets to Experience Dune Part 2 now and IMAX's exclusive expanded aspect ratio. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Same dimension no, to me. they don't exist in Central Park together having a picnic like they do in this film, okay? <laughs> so this film came out this year. It's a 2023 movie directed by Nicole, um, Nicole Holofsner, <clears throat> who has made films like Please Give. I haven't actually seen any of her directorial work, but she wrote on The, ra- la- la- <clears throat> she wrote on the Last Jewel, for example. Okay. She's- and... Um, you hurt my feelings. Is broadly speaking, well, actually, you know what? I'm not going to tell you the plot because it was one of those things where I was I basically I watched it with my girlfriend and my girlfriend's mum, and it was one of those things where like we're a bit struggling to what what to watch. Three different people with three different tastes, and, and Anna's mum has seen a lot. She's yeah. retired, so she just smashes through films. Amazing. Like, you know, we'll be like, oh, what about it? She's like seen it. What about that? Seen it. Okay, okay. No interest in a rewatch anyway, either. And we we going through Amazon and we see you hurt my feelings with Tobias Menzies and Julie Louis Dreyfus leaning on each other in Central Park with, and, and the writing is blue and white and it screams rom-com. Yeah. Okay? And I'm like, I can go with this. It's 90 minutes. Because you hurt my feelings can be like playful you in a way. You hurt my feelings yeah. with Matthew McConaughey. And so, Julia Louis-Dreyfus exactly. from Seinfeld. So it's like rom-com, rom- rom-com runtime, half, half, no, an hour and a half, yeah. 90 minutes. Rom-com runtime is a great rom-com, thing. Rom-com, <laughs> lead in I guess in the sense of like Julie Louis Dreyfus yeah you expect this is gonna be like a rom-com maybe slightly wittier slightly punchier thing right anyway and we put it on I didn't know what it was about none of us did we just thought we'd just give that a go what I then got was the longest 90 minutes of my life really I it was one of those it was quickly what I realised it was a film that um, to to, to describe incredibly poorly and to do it not not, not justice at all is like it's one of those films that meets the sub-genre of uh, moneyed, uh, upper class, upper middle class, liberal New York elite couple yes. in a bit of a crisis. Uh, okay. Um, see also Sophia Coppola's On the Rocks. See also a much, much better film called Private Life with Paul Giamatti and Catherine Hahn. Like, there's just this kind of like, and they all have like soft creative jobs. Yeah, so yeah, On yeah. the Rocks, like, um, I think uh, her job is a photographer or something like that, or she's a writer. And then in um, uh, Private Life, Catherine Hahn is, a, is also like a children's books writer. And, Non-sympathetic and figures. Yeah, and then in in this one, um, no, no, sympathetic figures. You sympathize, yeah, yeah. Yeah, is that what you said? Sympathetic. 
It's a non-sympathetic. No, no, sympathetic, sympathetic. Sympathetic because... Barney, like, oh, boo-hoo, your problem. Well, 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 like well, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, I think they're given creative roles for you to like, project your own creative yeah. you know, desires onto them. But anyway, and in this one, Tobias Menzies plays uh, a, a shrink, a psychiatrist, who's not very good at his job. And Julian Louis-Dreyfus plays a novelist. <laughs> yeah, I just oh, I eye rolled for our listeners. Um, listen, so we, we put it on and you watch it. And James, there is no film. Oh god, there you is feel nothing. No film. Is it there chatting? Is nothing. It's it's empty. I'm literally watching it, being like, when is the film gonna begin? There is just endless scene to scene of um, well preserved person in their middle age, <laughs> dressed in their finery, yeah. walking down uh, some <clears throat> lovely sunlit part of Manhattan, going somewhere nice, and being like. Yeah, my uh, my agent says my novel ugh, isn't quite right. Well, you know, I think you should send it to the other one. And then their son will walk in and be mm. like, "Oh, hey, Charlie, how are you? Uh, how's the play going? Oh, it's uh, it's not ready yet, and I'm really really nervous to to send it to you." And I'm like, "This isn't drama. This this isn't conflict. <laughs> you feel like you're listening this, in on this is a petty Literally, I said this in my letterbox review. If you, if you were to go to <laughs> actual like, a, letterbox, a, a an a overpriced brunch spot on a Saturday morning. In any metropolitan area, yeah, you could hear this, this is, for free. This is the conversation you'd hear on the table <laughs> well, for next to you. Yeah, for the price of <laughs> yeah. the twenty pounds on avocado on toast. The the premise, if it even gets to that, for those listening, George is doing a very oh. heavily inverted commas with his fingers. Is that it gets to the point where basically she overhears Tobias Menzies slagging off. That's English parlance for putting down dissing her most recent draft of her novel right and she overhears his honest opinion that's the premise <laughs> that is the nightmare and when, of that the happened, class when it happened I, I was like you couldn't even hang a 20 minute sitcom episode on a premise that thin yeah i could not believe it but i can imagine they think they're being really um sort of modern and and laid back by like no let's just have really naturalistic dialogue let's let the plot, plot naturally evolve through the characters but i uh, you found it quite it was yeah. Empty. I yeah. I just couldn't believe what I was watching. There was nothing that you know when you like. Uh, I was almost like pulling at my hair, thinking, "What was the pitch mm. for this movie? What are you? What was all this for? What is all this yeah. money? What is all this? You had to you had to book these two actors, their time in their diary. Filming in New York, expensive. Tobias Menzies. Look, I love him. He, mm. he was fantastic as Philip in The Crown. He can't really do it. He's not an American. Is he doing an American accent? Well, Tobias Menzies has a very kind of. Uh, distinct english yeah. kind of and it kind of it doesn't no he sounds like i'm doing a spill put it this though. way halfway through someone um i think anna's mum was like why is, um he's doing an english accent though right i said no no he's he's trying to do america because <laughs> he says father and brother and mother uh, those sound english but anyway <laughs> but he's he's actually he, he's still coming through his device menses the, the whole it's not funny. You know, every scene feels like a scene from Act One where it's about to build up oh, to the yeah. premise. You're like and an so hour like, in. You're yeah, like, you're like, oh, yeah, okay, Julia Lewis, Julia Louis Dreyfus's mother might have outside, hinting it, hinting mm. it, edging towards, is there? And then, uh, yeah, after I realized that the premise was that, 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 that thin piece of, I wouldn't, you couldn't even. You, if you went to the deli aisle and said, could you cut me a thin <laughs> slice of plot? They would say, I'm sorry, we can't cut it that thin. That is not even wafer thin, okay, my friend. 
And if people are wondering where the we, food's gone from our podcast, it's, it's in, in the, the metaphors. metaphors the we got to an hour in and it was the first time we'd actually broken because we, we were sat in silence waiting for the film to begin. <laughs> What's going yeah. on? And um, uh, Anna uh, got up, she went, paused it and was like, oh, I'm just going to go to the loo. Uh, by the way, how are we finding it? And we were like, we think it's terrible, <laughs> but we're so in now, we have to watch the rest of it. Anyway, let me just bring this to a close because there's a, there's a twist in the tale, right? Yeah. So, so first of all, I, I did watch the whole... We all watched it all, got to the end, and definitely it was one of those things like group mentality. If I'd watched that on my own, it would have been off in 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if any of us had watched That's it on their own... That's such a thing. But because we were watching it together, we felt bound... Obligated to, to the others in the room exactly, in case they were enjoying it. To watch it the way to the end. It was, it was mad. Anyway, film ends, and I thought... Because... Sorry. It wasn't just like... It wasn't a car crash. It wasn't... I've seen films where you go, oh, just this is just ridiculous. I was just like, this isn't a film. It's, it's so transparent. Yeah. And then I go, I'm just going to look up on like Letterboxd. <laughs> what I was going to because I've now got it up. Golden reviews. <laughs> it has a 94% everywhere. on Rotten and Tomatoes. I felt like I, I literally, I saw that and I screamed. I was like, <laughs> you are joking. I feel like I've been part of some psychological said, experiment where people, where I now have to qualify my opinion. Thank God you have a platform. <laughs> I, I know. And, and I thought this, this, this cover. I can't, let's but that's go. the film that does well on Rotten Tomatoes. It's like the yeah, film that is, 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 is not being reviewed except for the very, very few people that adore it. It's, so it just inflates it right to the top of Rotten Tomatoes. You can't take Rotten Tomatoes seriously. It's it's a soft barata of a film. Not even a barata, <laughs> you poke it, nothing comes out. I, Empty, honest, like I'm, cracked I'm, dust. I, I, I read some of the reviews and they're like, it's just like... <laughs> So smart and so sharply observed about like the the, the the intricacies of a relationship. I'm like, no, it's not. It's not. There's yeah. nothing there. I. It's got. It's got no. But and I started to think, do I have to watch this film again? I really don't want to. Mm. I, I. I will never watch that film again. But no. I'm like, have I missed something? I haven't, because I put out my review on Letterbox, and thank God some listeners and followers like commented and liked yeah. it as well, because. I thought I was going insane, but I have. I, I mention it on the show. I don't usually like to rag on a show, um, uh, rag on a film for no reason. But you need to know that. But, other but it was are out it, there. it was the experience of seeing a film that is not a film. It's just air. It was just people wa- saying lines and walking in beautiful locations. It's probably quite good to see a film that does nothing to remind you that other films do something. It's quite edifying. It's quite. You'll feel like oh, like other things are doing a thing. This does. Have this does that, nothing. Have I used that word correctly? I said edifying. I don't think I did. It's quite. Uh, let me just. Get- yeah, while you were mid flow, I yeah, brought up the film and I saw a ninety four percent, and I was like, oh wow. Yeah. So, but then I just again, Rotten Tomatoes. You can't, you can't look at them, especially with smaller films, because it's just filled with people who either really like I, it. And I think it up. if you if you watched, I feel sorry for Tobias Mendes. If you watch him in this film, I think he think I think you can tell he doesn't know what the film is. He doesn't mm. know what he's doing in it. I think Judy Louis Dreyfus is doing her best. I watched um, Nonsense. France v Germany last year in a pub in Kentish Town and Tobias Menzies sat on the table next to me. Cool. And I said to my mates, that's Tobias Menzies. And they looked at me with a very blank stare because they had no idea who Tobias Menzies was. That's the end of the story. He's a good actor, he's got a good face. But, yeah, great but face. But he doesn't play schlubby shrink. Yeah, this, yeah. Someone, someone was busy. Uh, Paul Do you think Marty, he was like third choice? I think they went for someone... And again, no insult to Tobias Menzies, but he's probably ill-fitting to the film, is what I mean. Yeah, he should be doing a, sci- a, a sci-fi fantasy historical epic 
or brooding uh, um, headmaster of a school. Yes. Oh, yeah. Could be the lead role. The professor. I could do. St- he he could have been an Oppenheimer. If there was a yeah. Movie, if he, there was yeah he could as an English person, definitely. Yeah. yeah. He could have fit into any role, really. Yeah, but Just he's like not- a lot of white men <laughs> in a Nolan film. Um, <laughs> but anyway, that film was called "You Hurt My Feelings." For the love of God, if someone saw that and, and thinks I'm absolutely wrong and I missed something. I dare you to write it. I dare you. Go on, prove me wrong. Because <laughs> but I, obviously we're open to opinions. Blah, blah, no, absolutely. Yeah. I, I, would actually lo- I would actually love to hear yeah. what I've missed. If, if I have missed anything. I don't think I have. But if I have missed something, please write into hello at popkitchenpodcast.com. I'm done. James. Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. I'm in a period of emotional people. Is that all the, oh, I don't care crap? A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm going to steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Terramount Plus. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Please tell me you had a better experience with passages. Well, I was quite happy to say earlier that I, I liked everything I saw this week. Oh, that's it's nice. different levels, but it's nice to... I feel like I maybe I had a couple of weeks where I was a little bit like, eh, about everything. But it's nice to report back and say I enjoyed a little bit of everything. This film is Passages, uh, which is directed by Ira Sachs, whose work I've not seen before. Are you familiar with Ira Sachs' I, work? Yeah, I, I'm trying to remember. If he did Little Men with Greg Kinnear, and I think he did that film with John Lithgow and... Alfred Molina, were there a couple? Love is Strange. Love is Strange, then, but I don't think I've ever actually seen... I get confused with Mike Mills, but uh, no, I haven't seen an Irish accent. So you know what's interesting is that I think this film's good, and it has a 93% on Rotten Tomatoes, but like your film's got a 94%. So it's like, do not ever take... The whole system has been a skew... Oh, by the way, I didn't mention with that film. Yeah. I know I just p- pulled it to a close, but... Yeah, yeah. Well, that, um, you know Stewie from Succession? Oh. Uh, I, I want to say he's like Arian Moyes yes, or whatever. Yeah. He's in it. He's cool. But again, he plays an actor who's not sure if he wants to be an actor, gets a part in a theatre show, doesn't quite work out. And, and, and um, Julia Louis-Dreyfus's sister is an interior designer who's the, the main problem in her life is that her clients are a little bit difficult, a little bit indecisive. <laughs> Spare Wouldn't me. Wouldn't it be great to have those problems? I'd love Spare it. me. But anyway, uh, Passages, yes. directed by Iris Sachs, is work I'm not familiar with. Um, it's, a, it's a sort of... Um, Complex romance set in modern-day Paris, and the central character is a character called Thomas, who's played by Franz Rogowski, or Rogowski, um, and he is a uh, sort of 
what he'd like to think of as an upcoming auteur director who's very particular and creative and detail-oriented about his work. And the opening scene of the film is him directing on set with all these people fussing and he's directing this very simple movement of someone coming down the stairs but he's being very anal about the way in which you walk and it's a little bit like um a little bit like those uh, fake scenes with matt damon in on the set of entourage where it's like there's this calamity know. oh it's like calamity backstage and he's like he ends up like going what do you need to do is just walk down the stairs you just need to walk down the stairs and then he goes to this uh, extra he's like why are you holding the glass like that you wouldn't hold the glass like that and so you can tell he's like a little bit, a little bit difficult, off, difficult. And what you actually realize very quickly is that he's a massive narcissist, and the entire, every single character around him is essentially caught in his horrible, toxic web of narcissism. And it's all about the effect that that has on people that you love, how that affects art, how that affects your life, and the way in which someone who behaves like that and who sees the world that way operates. And it also stars Ben Whishaw, who plays Martin, his his partner, and uh, I'm really sorry if I butcher this, Adele Exgarchopoulos, who plays Agatha, who's brilliant in this. Hello. Adele Exgarchopoulos, I think it's a Greek last name. Yeah, that's as good as it's good. As I would say it better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Exgarchopoulos? Exarchopolis, it's Pullus, it's like Pullus. Uh, uh, yeah, Exarchopolis. 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 Yeah, well, now we've said it three times, we can say it very confidently. Adele if we say it three times to a mirror, she'll appear. Yeah. Uh, and so Franz and Ben are in, this, are in this relationship, and the film's wrapped, and they're at this after party. And, you know, they're slightly sort of, Ben's a slightly more um, introverted guy, and Franz is very extroverted. Not because, like, come on, I want you to dance with me at the club. But, you know, uh, Martin doesn't really feel like it. Instead, he ends up dancing next to Agatha. And um, he goes home with Agatha that night and they have sex. And he comes back home in the morning to Ben Whishaw and he says, that's no, sorry, to Martin. And he says, uh, I want to tell you that I, I had sex with a woman last night. And Ben Whishaw sort of, you can tell he's, I keep saying Ben Whishaw, Martin yeah. says, Martin says in a very sort of like disappointed but understanding and kind of like open way, like, you know, I'm very sorry to hear that, but. You know, where does yeah. this kind of leave us? And the film basically follows on how this character, Thomas, is bouncing between two different people. And it's all about the jealousy it creates between... Obviously, there's this element of sort of an, uh, an undecided, uh, sort of slightly... Uh, a sexuality that's not really defined by something within him, but more than, like, what he gets from other people and what he can take. Mm. Uh, and it's sort of very well-acted, very honest, very modern... Um, I think I watched it and I had a good time, but I felt very exasperated by it. Mm. And I think that's by the nature of what it is, which is following this absolutely awful person do really selfish things to other people. And I thought it was interesting that the character, uh, sorry, the camera almost never shows scenes from outside Thomas's, where, he, where Thomas isn't in the room. And you realize that's because a narcissist often doesn't consider the other thoughts and feelings mm. that people are having when they're not there. And so I thought that was quite interesting and in that you know, I'm, I'm seeing this guy cycle through Paris to different people trying to get what he can from them and he refuses to see that what he's doing is destructive um i think it i think i was waiting for the story to show me something a sort of real third act for me to go that's where this leads to and i, I think it was purposefully reserved mm. so i came out of it thinking oh god i'm glad i'm not spending time with that person anymore but maybe i wanted something else from it mm. I think it's very very well acted and i will say despite us butchering her name adele Xartropolis was brilliant oh, we know ben Wishaw's good and i thought franz was good but I'll be looking out for her, especially. I thought she's really well done. Yeah, uh, Franz, surname, please, Franz. Franz Rogowski. I'm He's been say. in a lot of things. He was in the Wave. Did you ever see the Wave? The Wave. No. The German film about the classroom that t takes part in the experiment about like no. 
identity politics and, uh, oh, and no. about like uh, basically forming a fascist movement. And it's really, yeah. that, that was quite good. And he's yeah. also in Victoria, that one-shot film that I really like. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember. Um, and Ben Wishart, I think he just is one of those actors that he, uh, whenever I see him on screen, I just think, oh, thank God. I yeah. lo- I lo- oh, I'm so happy to have you here. I feel like he, because um, I've seen him on stage and I've seen him uh, in, in film. Oh, yeah, you, uh, I went, you yeah, went with, in my place. Yes, yes yeah, with to, your girlfriend. To, yeah. Um, yeah, you were <laughs> <was, laughs> I took your girlfriend out because you wouldn't go. No, I was sick as a dog. I'm kidding. You had to see Julius Caesar, right? Yeah, it was it was a, it was an adaptation of Julius Caesar. Was it Julius? Yeah, no, it was. Julius Caesar and, and the Bridge Theatre Immersive. Yes, yeah. and it was we were the part of the crowd in there, so you're being horse-gored around by people. And Ben Wisher, I think, uh, I think a lot of actors stage act, rightfully so, very mm. differently than they screen act. Yeah. But I feel like Ben Wishaw has this really great in-between where his acting always feels, in a good way, very telegraphed and clear while also being subtle. Mm. And I think that's what he manages to do, whether it's in Bond or whether it's in a small film like Passages. Mm. He just seems to get that sweet spot oh, in the middle. Yeah. Um, and he's really good. There's also Erwan Fail, who plays Ahmed in it. He's really good. Just, yeah, just like a good, well-acted, very chic, mm. Paris modern, mm. a, a wine bottle with a red candle dripping, I, that, a, a basket of onions and garlic. If you're going to make a chic, middle-class, metropolitan, issue yeah, problem that, that sounds more interesting yeah what you just said than my one yeah that's an actual problem dealing with a narcissist who sleeps with somebody else yeah that's a, that's drama yeah. that's a conflict dealing with somebody who overhears that your husband might not like your new book yeah <laughs> frankly yeah so that was passages that sounds really great that's iris sax's new film and if you've seen it are you, you're gonna add one more thing okay, one more thing it's a good one more thing i will say i have now seen everything of ben wishaw there is nothing yeah. ben wishaw has left to show of me i've seen where the sun don't shine where wow wow <laughs> literally I've, i think i when we've when have we seen him before or is it all in that film you're saying what do you mean see i'm saying i've seen him completely naked are you in that, in just that film just uh, are you yeah. trying to say, I thought you were trying to say cumulatively over the years you've now pieced well, together maybe I've seen like something stalker. but now I maybe we must have seen I think topless in this is going to hurt he probably backside oh yeah I see not just the backside I see the limits of the backside <laughs> the, hor- the horizon there's nothing Ben Wishaw could show me that I'd be like well you know that's new <laughs> and, and all of them to be fair but especially Ben Wishaw <laughs> <laughs> Just thought I'd leave Lord, on that. I I'm just, wow. So get, go get them, folks. Passages is out. <laughs> this was a bonus episode of Pulp Kitchen. Thank you very much for joining us. As you know, the main episode is released every single Wednesday of every single week. Tune in next week for that. But this was just a bit of bonus content. James, anything else to say? That's all. See you on Wednesday for a new episode. And keep following us on social media and all this other stuff that James just forgot to say. So keep doing that. <laughs> Instagram, TikTok, etc. See you next week. Thanks for joining us. <laughs>